1: Get iXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off iXL membership when they sign up today at iXL.com slash audio. Visit iXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
2: Welcome to Unhappy Hour, the show where we bitch about all the things we love to hate every single week. I'm your host, Matt Bellisai. I'm here in the studio, as always, with my producer, Barry Finkel. Hi, Barry. Hey, Matt. You know how last week I sang through the entire episode like a goddamn
0: angel? Oh, how could I forget? It was amazing. Well,
2: this week, I'm doing it in my native British tongue. That was perfect.
0: That was incredible. All right,
2: I'm not going to do the whole episode in a spot-on British accent, okay? Nor will I be singing. You're welcome. That's my gift to you this week. But I will be spending the majority of this episode shitting on the UK. Because you can't spell fuck without UK. (laughs) Uh, Great one. Great joke, Barry. Thank you for writing it. We do have a bit of a shorter episode this week to give your ears a rest. After hearing my arresting voice sing last week. (laughs) Wow. You wrote that one. Uh. But of course, before we get into the bloody long English deep dive we have for you this week, we got Worst Things First, the segment where I bring you the worst news you never need. So let's get into this very British episode. Let's do it. Let's put up our pinkies and start the show. All right, Worst Things First, let's talk about the worst news of the week first. We have a lot of aminal news today. Also a lot of English news. There was a cat in Bristol, southwest England, whose owners said it was found curled up in its bed next to a plastic bag containing heroin and cocaine. The police tweeted, look what the cat dragged in, because the owners immediately called the police and were like, oh, our cat brought in some fucking heroin and cocaine.
0: Wow. Talk about a bunch of narcs. Yeah. Either
2: two things are true here. One, these people had drugs and they wanted a, a easy way to get rid of them. And so they blamed their cat. Or that cat is a fucking narc. <laughs> and he brought the drugs in and we're like, oh, look at those drugs, guys. They said, forget police dogs. We should start training up cats. Oh, now you want to make cats narcs, too. You can not just let dogs be narcs. You have to train all the whole animal kingdom. What's next? Drug sniffing frogs? Toads? Hamsters? Guinea pigs? When I was just home in Chicago, our neighbor knocked on the door and they were like, there's the sound of a cat is coming from your car. And there was a kitten trapped in the, the, under the hood. What?! And if we hadn't heard it, my mom would have turned turned Oh my (laughs) god! and fried that thing. (laughs) We found it and now it's, you know what happens when you find a cat? You have a cat now. (laughs) (laughs) They brought it into our goddamn kitchen. And you know what this cat didn't do? He didn't have the decency to bring in any heroin or cocaine. Rude. What good are you, you (laughs) wild fucking cat? You crawl into my car and you don't have the decency to bring any drugs? I don't think so. Get out of my life. And then we called the police and he got sent away. And you know what the police probably did? Went around the corner and let it go. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, next! This one I found, but also I saw a couple people share this with us uh, on the internet. (sighs) All right, basically, oh, this is also in England. Residents of a town in England all of a sudden started hearing these haunting, eerie... Sounds
0: were they listening to last week's episode?
2: (laughs) Yep. No, they started hearing this like low, haunting singing from a child singing nursery rhyme just in the dead of night, (laughs) (laughs) just like booming, like low over their town. Oh, that's amazing. It's raining. It's pouring. The old man is snoring.
0: Like that. Yep. Wow.
2: You just have to play that under the whole thing. Okay. (laughs) And it turns out the reason for it is even creepier.
0: I don't think there is anything creepier, but try me. Spider! Spider. What?
2: (laughs) (laughs) It turns out that a local barn installed a security system and it had motion sensor cameras And whenever the motion sensors were tripped, it would start playing...
0: It's raining, it's pouring...
1: I guess
2: their alarm system just played a child singing a lullaby. I
0: guess it's either a good way to lull the person trying to rob you to sleep or scare (laughs) them shitless. It seems like a very
2: English way of (laughs) deterring a robber. (laughs)
0: <laughs> just, just
2: hit hit him with some soothing nursery rhymes. <laughs> I don't know if the intention was for it to be a like creepy girl, or if it just like the context just, like young young girls singing is creepy. I do find it. It's young British children are either adorable or terrifying. There's no in between. Okay. There's no like average British child. You're either like a terrifying Victorian ghost, <laughs> or you're cute. Anyway, so it turns out that the uh, security cameras, a bunch of spiders started nesting in this barn.
0: Goddamn spiders.
2: And uh, they nested over the security camera. And so it's it tripped this thing and it started playing this eerie song. Next! A man was arrested at a Virginia grocery store after allegedly dropping his pants and rubbing produce on his butt.
0: Oh, oh, so it's fine to just like squeeze all the fruit, but it's not okay to rub your butt all over it to see if it's ripened yeah, or Yeah, maybe that's
2: how I look for how it's ripe. Yeah. But no, now a police is coming in and saying, you have to go to jail, Matt, because you put this banana up your asshole in the middle of this croaker. I don't think I've ever been in a croaker.
0: <laughs> d- I don't think they're in Virginia.
2: Uh, no, police were called to a giant food grocery store. <laughs> Have we just run out of names for grocery stores? <laughs> I don't know. What should we call it? Giant food. <laughs> My favorite part is that the town is called man No. <laughs> M-A-N-A-S-S-A-S.
0: What else is a man in man supposed to do at a giant food store?
2: Rub fruit on your butthole. Come on. I don't know. It doesn't specify whether it was like... The nape of the butt crack, or like the valley,
0: mm-hmm.
2: or if it was simply a the top or hole. within, right? So, police were called uh, after a witness reported seeing the man picking fruit off the shelf, rubbing it on his butt, and putting it back on the shelf. Manassas City Police Department <laughs> charged him with destruction of property and indecent exposure. Apparently, they had to destroy several pallets of produce. <laughs> Pallets. Whoa. Of produce. <sighs> Honestly, he's living the dream. I just. I hope one day we can live in a world where any man, woman, or child can walk into a grocery store, rub whatever they want on their butt, and be free. Amen. That's my. That's my speech. That's my dream. Wow. Next, more cat news. Thousands of customers lost power in New Orleans after a cat got caught. In a substation, it just blew up. Basically, what? a cat exploded, and now a bunch of people don't have power. It's insane to me that in the year 2018, the year of our lord, 2018, Mm. a fucking cat could still, like, knock out an entire power grid.
0: I love it. We're never safe. (laughs) We're never safe. I don't know. This just feels like something
2: that you'd hear about in, like... 1919 Russia.
0: Like Chicago fire was started by a cow situation. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Fucking Bessie. (laughs) You ruined everything. (sighs) Yeah. A statement from the energy company said that the cat got into a substation. It caused a flash when it touched the equipment. The animal did not survive. (laughs) Anyway, rest in peace, sweet angel.
0: You think its name was Sparky?
2: (laughs) Because... Because of the electrocution. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next are you familiar with the phenomenon that is the rat king? Oh you don't you don't know what a rat king is? No. Oh you hadn't heard. <laughs> the ra- rat king basically what happens, it's a thing of legend. Uh because New York City especially is a hellscape on earth mm-hmm. and there's garbage everywhere and we all live in like a flowing fountain of garbage and uh detritus. Rats who famously do not live in houses unless they get in through your sink, they live among the garbage, Mm -hmm. get greasy, they live all on top of one another, and what happens is their matted fur and tails get tangled up together. No, And uh, multiple rats get tangled together, creating one massive monster king rat, (laughs) (laughs) ball, (laughs) called the Rat King. So what happened in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, was not a rat king. Even worse, a squirrel king. What? Wait, this is real? Five squirrels got fused together in a mass of tangled grass and tails and strips of plastic that their mother used as nest material. Mm Mm-hmm. And now it rules Milwaukee (laughs) as queen. (laughs) Some squirrel king narc called the police, the Humane Society. They knocked them out all at the same time, and then took them apart very delicately. And what if they wanted to stay that way? New show coming to TLC this <laughs> fall. <laughs> Five squirrels, one mom, fused together at the start of their lives. Can they live like a normal squirrel? You'll see Would every watch. Sunday night. Would watch. And finally, chaos today in the world of Sesame Street. Have you been following this? Oh my god. (laughs) As of this recording. So here's the timeline of what happened. Homophobia strikes Sesame Street. A writer of Sesame Street, the creator of Bert and Ernie, issued a statement, I guess, saying that Bert and Ernie are flaming homosexuals. He always considered them to be a gay couple because it's based on him and his partner. Then Sesame Street, that paragon of evil, released an official statement that said, FYI, they're not fucking gay. Sesame Street said, quote, as we have always said, Bert and Ernie are best friends. They were created to teach preschoolers that people can be good friends with those who are very different from themselves. How are they different? (laughs) Besides the fact that one of them is orange and one of them is yellow.
0: They're different because they sleep in different beds in the same room, which is what best friends do.
2: While the cameras are on. So did Lucy and Desi. But you know what? She got knocked up at least twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Continuing with the statement Even though they are identified as male characters and possess many human traits and characteristics, as most Sesame Street Muppets do, they remain puppets and do not have a sexual orientation. End of statement. Meanwhile, (laughs) Miss Piggy is fucking, (laughs) like, donkey-punching Kermit every night, (laughs) just riding him until he's raw. (sighs) They make no qualms about that. No, but as soon as Bert and Ernie try to tickle one another's sausages. Oh. <laughs> at this point, at the time of this recording, the controversy is ongoing. It's happening at the same time that everyone's freaking out because Donald Trump's dick has been described as a toad.
0: Yeah, uh, the, the combo of those two things today has really thrown me, <laughs> let me tell you. I've had to think about
2: so many dicks I haven't want to think about. Ever. But <laughs> there's one truth that we can all agree on. Big Bird can fuck (laughs) (laughs) and that's it for this week's worst things first next the British are coming that's right we're hopping across the pond and diving deep into all things England Deep deep dive deep dive deep dive deep dive deep dive Deep dive, deep tie, deep dive. All right. Well, if you've been listening to the podcast for the past few weeks, you know that I have been watching nothing but British television pretty much nonstop. I'm talking Benedict Cumberpatch up the butt all the time. And I'm not happy about it. You think I want him rummaging up there? No, I want him out of my life, but I can't stop. Sherlock, Broadchurch, Great British Bake Off, Downton Abbey, The Crown, all of them. That said, it was only like five shows. That he's in? <laughs> no, that I've been watching. Oh,
0: okay. What like... are you fucking
2: listening? Well, he was in quite a few of those. I mean, most of them. Yeah, here's the secret. <laughs> Almost every British show just has the same like 10 actors. They only
0: have 20 <laughs> actors in all of England.
2: Through. Yeah, if you watch... Any, like, good British show, it's just the same 20 people that they've switched around.
0: Honestly, it works. That's why I'm like,
2: imagine if you were a British actor and you weren't in Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> fucking snubbed. <laughs> Honestly, I'd call my agent and be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But all of this observation of British culture has gotten me angry about so many British things. So we wanted it to take an extra long time complaining about... Britain, Great Britain, or the United Kingdom, or... Barry, you don't understand the difference between England, Britain, the UK, Wales... First of all, there's no such thing as the Queen of England. Do you know that?
0: I kind you of know. You fucking! Oh my god! I'm sorry.
2: She's the Queen of the United Kingdom, right? Which includes England, Ireland, mm-hmm. Wales. I mean, technically, it also includes like Canada and Australia. It's too much. And until people were like, "Fuck you, bitch," and then they seceded or whatever. So let's get into it. Let's talk about fucked up things about the UK. Let's start in the most important place British food. British food is just a terrifying gray mystery. All of it. It's just one color and it's all mashed together. Bangers and mash, <gasps> fish and chips, steak and kidney pie. Uh huh. It's like they know I might have a kidney stone and they're just trying to rub it in my face by cooking kidney meat in a delicious pastry filling that's disgusting what is kidney pie is it Isn't literally it like
0: beans <laughs> 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 is it I, I assumed it was kidney beans
2: i assume because it's england that it's fucking real ass kidney yeah diced kidney whoa often of beef lamb or pork Ugh. see here's the thing i'm i'm not a, a vegan or a vegetarian i'm conscious that what i when i eat meat i'm like it's gross as shit I do think I know logically that it shouldn't matter what body part I'm eating oh but it matters that's why I, because I used to work with like uh, a hardcore vegan and I hear her voice every time I eat meat now when you hear ridiculous stories about like oh there's horse meat in something where it's like well like what difference does it make you either are eating meat which is gross or you're not this is a long conversation for another day. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, it's real ass kidney. Even though I know logically it shouldn't matter, but it's weird to eat a kidney. No, it's it's also weird to eat a muscle. Yeah. <laughs> this is me just having an existential crisis yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> you can't just fill a pie crust with kidney meat and expect me to be satisfied. Also, Sweeney Todd really kind of ruined meat pies, honestly. Every just from like a, a PR perspective that that was like the low point of the meat pie's public image. I feel bad for meat pies, honestly. How would you feel if you're just an innocent meat pie? You're just a famous food in a famous country and then some fucking vampire comes along and slices people's necks open and then gives them to Mrs. Levitt and she bakes them right into a pie. But you know what? Everybody loved that shit. They did. <laughs> That's the part we don't focus on enough about Sweeney Todd. Everybody loved the human pies. I get very confused because I don't understand all of the references in the UK that are like, you say like the White House to refer to the executive branch. Mm-hmm. They refer to Fleet Street as the like newspapers.
0: Oh, like Wall Street is the financial district Right, kind and of like thing?
2: Madison Avenue is like advertising. Mm-hmm. So, I'll read or watch it, and they mention Fleet Street, and I'm like, no, that's where Sweeney Todd lived. <laughs> and you need to understand that I, as a dumb American, am confused. <laughs> Even though I went to journalism school, <laughs> and I should know that as one of the most famous journalism streets in the country. Where's the fucking New York Times? Times Square?
0: Yes. <laughs> that is why it is called Times Square. Is it? Yes. Are you serious?
2: I guess I never really connected it until just now. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Also, scotch eggs. Do you know what a scotch egg is? No, I mean no that's fucking
0: disgusting. Tell me about it.
2: Basically, it's a hard boiled egg encased in sausage meat.
0: That sounds amazing.
2: The fucked up thing is that it does sound amazing. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I can't tell... How does it get encased in the sausage meat?
2: Some poor like Oliver Twist child stands (laughs) in a hot kitchen and waits with a handful of sausage meat while a very, very warm chicken gives birth to an egg right Mm. into his hands. Mm. And he immediately encases it up. Mm Mm-hmm. Shell and and everything. He walks out of the kitchen through the double doors, Mm -hmm. and then you open your mouth. You're not allowed to use your hands, and the child inserts it directly into your esophagus, and then you swallow it whole.
0: That's a scotch egg. (laughs) Next!
2: I don't believe any food should be served in a newspaper, okay? Your fish and chips is being handed to me, wrapped in the fucking Daily Mail. I don't even know. I think that's only an online publication. (laughs) (laughs) Or no, maybe not. I don't know. The point is, I clogged my toilet a few weeks ago, okay? What? And it started overflowing. Uh And I didn't want to use my precious bath towels. You know what I did? I took a newspaper and I put it on the ground. And you know what happened? All of the ink transferred from the newspaper to my tiles. (laughs) So now, every time I take a shit, I get to read the same story about (laughs) Afghanistan. (laughs) It's like fucking silly putty. And you're gonna wrap that shit around my fish and chips? Imagine what words are seeping into your fucking deep fried cod. I also was at a hotel <laughs> and I, I, I have a problem. <laughs> I got to the hotel and immediately clocked the toilet. Oh my God. And there was no plunger. So I was like, fuck, now what? Am I going to be that person who has to call downstairs and ask the front desk for a plunger?
0: Or are you going to ask to move rooms because, oh, there was a poop in the toilet. Oh, fuck.
2: I should have asked to just move rooms. <laughs> I, why didn't I think of that? Because it was right away.
0: Yeah. What did you end up doing?
2: Basically, I should clarify, everything went down fine. All the, everything went down fine, but it didn't fill back up. So clearly there, there was blockage. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I started looking up all of these <laughs> remedies and one of the things that I'd heard before is that you're supposed to take really hot water and pour it in and then it will it maybe like break great kind of thing. stuff yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but the water wouldn't get hot enough in the sink. Mm. So then someone, I tweeted about it, and someone was like, you should boil water in the like coffee maker, but they didn't have a full thing. They just had a Keurig machine. Oh, (laughs) gosh. So I individually boiled (laughs) one (laughs) cup of water at a time. tried pouring it in for like two hours. (laughs) Then I filled up the ice bucket. They had an ice bucket, and I I would individually do one cup of water and pour it into the ice bucket and put the lid on so that I could have like a thing of boiling hot water and then I poured it in it did not work Um, I peed in the shower (laughs) (laughs) and then I went to my show and I made some jokes about it because it was on my mind and then um, finally got back and it was still not fixed
0: well, because you didn't tell anyone.
2: I know! I was too embarrassed to tell anybody. So finally, I I called the desk, and I was like, Hi, <laughs> can I um have a plunger to my room, please? And the woman was like, I'm so sorry, yes. <laughs> like, she personally apologized for my needing it. And um, they sent up a man with... <laughs> He had plastic gloves on that went up to his elbows. (laughs) And I was like, just give me the plunger. I'll do it. And it took, it literally took one. And it was fixed. The point is, don't put your fish in newspaper. Also, the English breakfast is the biggest scam in the history of breakfasts. Oh, oh, you think you're getting a nice, delicious breakfast, but then there's just an entire wrinkly tomato on the side for no reason? And a splattering of soggy mushrooms? And then a puddle of beans? Beans on toast is not a breakfast. It's a distress signal. If beans are on your plate, that's your breakfast way of telling you you need to get out as fast as you can. Seek help. (sighs) <sighs> also, how dare you call all desserts puddings? They're like, oh, oh, you want nice Yorkshire pudding. And or you think you're in for a delicious creamy treat, but instead you get a giant slap of Salisbury steak in a biscuit that looked like it survived Chernobyl. Also, just from like a PR perspective on this one too, Bill Cosby saw a room pudding. So we gotta cancel pudding. Next, British hot people have infiltrated all of our most esteemed public institutions, and I'm sick of it. Superman was British. Spider-Man is a British person. Batman was a British person before we let Ben Affleck do whatever the fuck he wants. Our superheroes are all British people. Wizards are British. Our hobbits are British. Our hot vampires are British. Even the Queen is British. Even though Meghan Markle has penetrated the deepest ginger bushes of British royalty, and we may still win the next phase of the revolution if we stay strong. Britain has led us to believe that all British men looked like Henry Cavill. And they don't, okay? They, they act like all their mustaches do push-ups, and they wear 20-piece Burberry suits all day, and they experimented sexually in boarding school, which is where they learned to ask you politely before riding you like a dressage horse. I don't know if that's the proper use of the word dressage. It sounds right, though. But it sounds right. That's all a lie! I feel like when other people think of, like, an all-American guy... It's like Zac Efron and like Ralph Lauren. Mm -hmm. But in reality, an all-American guy is just like a frat bro with one of his man boobs falling out of his golf shirt while warm piss pools around his boat shoe. That's like the quintessential (laughs) (laughs) American guy. (laughs) That's why I feel like the quintessential British just bloke. It's just, like, a dude standing on the corner, like, catcalling women. (laughs) Being like, oh, you wanker! (laughs) What? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I feel like, yeah, it's true. I'm just saying, stop showing me pictures of Harry Styles dressed in Gucci carrying a chicken into a fish and chip shop if I'm not going to get exactly that image when I come to London and walk into the first building I see.
0: Those pictures are amazing. Yeah. Also,
2: they fucking put the date before the month in all of their shit. Even though that makes more sense to go date month year because it's smallest to largest. But still, it fucks me up. Some British musician comes to my house and then has the audacity to list their tour dates. Fucking date month. And then I get the date wrong and I show up a year early. Also, they just put extra letters in all of their words for no reason. And my brain has to do so much work. Every time I read a British book, I'm like, what is this? Is it color or is it color? Also, all British sports make zero sense. Not that I understand American sports. Listen, okay, the quintessential American sport is a bunch of guys running around a diamond. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> In tight pants, <sighs> waving a fucking bat around. But still, what the fuck is polo? <laughs> it's just like golf with a hammer on horses. <laughs> yep. And then there's water polo. You can't call it water polo because the land polo is not called horse polo. It,
0: water polo should be on seahorses. Yes!
2: It's a different sport. Then call it something different, you fucking morons.
0: Also, cricket. I, okay, I was just watching the crown episode where there's a rather long cricket scene. Yeah. Turns out I have no idea what that game is. <laughs> I don't think even they know what it is.
2: <laughs> it's just a long paddle uh-huh. that they use to spank one another <laughs> in between rounds. They do like laps back and forth. Also, fuck David Beckham. <laughs> How dare you? You just go around looking like that all the time. There's this one image of David Beckham where his butt is just like the most perfect butt in mm-hmm. pants. Oh, but you can't call it pants because that means underwear in the UK, apparently. Because everything is fucked. Do you know that? Trousers. Yeah. He was w- wearing a very tight pair of trousers. but And everyone's like, oh my God, his butt looks so good. I mean, I think I wrote like a BuzzFeed article about it. <laughs> <laughs> so by everybody, I mean me. But also like... His pants were just too small. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying his butt is bad. I'm just saying, like, that's a tailoring problem. (laughs) I'm glad that it happened. But also, it wasn't like, oh, those pants make your butt look big. It was like, oh, your pants are too small. Um... I do love, there was this Instagram video of David Beckham and they like surprised, I think it was Victoria Beckham, Sporty Spice made the video and it was like his birthday and they surprised him. They were at the restaurant and his son came in and from behind and hugged him. And he, I realized until that moment, I had never heard David Beckham speak.
0: And you can never go back once you've heard it. (laughs) But it was so, it was so funny
2: because he was just, he only kept repeating, (gasps)
0: What are you doing
2: here? <laughs> I did it no justice. But it was just, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? Play it. Play I it will. next to that, and we'll see how different it actually sounds.
1: <laughs> what, are what are you doing here? What are you doing here?
0: What are you
2: doing here? On that subject, the Spice Girls, they just, they came right in, rocked our worlds, and then left. And now we have to sit through Mel B as a guest judge on fucking X Factor. Do you remember when there was just an entire period of the 2000s where we let mean British people, like, rule? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Simon Cowell, Gordon Ramsay, Sharon Osbourne. We just let, I mean, she was nice, but still. We just let British people scream at us and judge everything.
0: There's probably some sort of like historical, psychological reasons for that.
2: Daddy issues. Yeah. It's our deep-seated national daddy issues.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Now we're acting out. Next! You guys don't fucking own tea, okay? You stole it from the Chinese, like w- America did.
0: I would go ahead and say England stole most things <laughs> from other countries, <laughs> yeah. like land. You don't get to act like
2: you invented Bullshit. Okay, you just stole it before everybody else.
0: They invented colonialism. Fair. There you That's go. That's the only your only claim to you fame. You invented stealing.
2: Is that you invented stealing on an international scale? But <laughs> you had a great navy. You rode boats real good. Also, there shouldn't be stairs on buses. I'm sorry. Buses should be one story.
0: Oh, I'm all about the double decker. You expect me
2: to climb stairs on a moving vehicle? That's absurd.
0: You can get a better view. Of what? The world. No. Also,
2: thanks to the British, now every time I open up a wardrobe, which is often, if you're wondering, a little part of me is scared that Tilda Swinton might be ruling an entire world in the back of it. Now I have to have that fear in my head. As if you didn't have enough. I I have so much to worry about. Now I'm like, oh, I wonder if Tilda Swinton is murdering a lion who stands for Jesus. As if closets weren't terrifying enough for me. Also, why do all of the fancy queen soldiers wear giant gorilla boners on their head? (laughs) (laughs) There's no practical purpose to it. What are you trying to tickle a giant giraffe dick? (laughs) <laughs> they stand over it, under it and wave their heads around. All right, that's it for this week's Deep Dive. Like any good British person would do, it's time to take a break for tea. We will be back for me to tell you about one of the most horrifying stories I've ever heard, and it comes out of the UK, and I won't be happy until you all have to listen to it. That's coming up right after this commercial break. Today's episode is brought to you by Evelyn and Bobby. There are few things as frustrating as uncomfortable undies. And Brie McKean simply wasn't having it any longer. She founded Evelyn and Bobby, a women-led intimates company rooted in technology and the celebration of the natural form. Evelyn and Bobby makes the best underwear ever, guaranteed. Their unique softness and smooth flat seams offer a fit so comfy, you'll forget you're wearing them. Plus, they come in three silhouettes, thong bikini and girl short, with four-way stretch that moves with you. As everyone knows, even though nobody asked her, Barry has been having trouble with her chafed thighs. So I felt it was my duty to give her some Evelyn and Bobby's intimates. Barry, what are your thoughts?
0: Matt, let me tell you, I've tried many a girl short, and these are the only ones that I've worn that don't roll up your thigh all day. But at the same time, they don't suck in at the end of the underwear so that your thighs create a mushroom cap. I'm very happy to report that there has been no rubbage, and I am currently wearing them.
2: And now you can visit EvelynBobby.com and use code UNHAPPY to get a free pair of knickers with any purchase. That's a $28 value only when you use the code UNHAPPY at EvelynBobby.com. That's E-V-E-L-Y-N-B-O-B-B-I-E dot com. Visit to get your knickers today. Alright, we're back from our break, where I will share with you one of the worst stories I've ever heard. This is basically urban legend, so take this with every grain of salt. One of my friends told me this, and I was so horrified that I, I l- looked it up, <laughs> and it was published as a sort of like a urban legend. I heard the story from someone who heard this story in Glamour in the UK. So I'm blaming the British for this story. Basically, I'll give you the the Cliffs notes of this story, the Heath Cliffs notes. So it's this is my telephoned version of it. <clears throat> a woman met a very nice man on tinder of all places am I right the internet they go on a very nice date they have dinner they have drinks it goes great she goes back to his apartment things are starting to heat up a little bit when she starts getting a tummy ache uh oh not not this not now so she says excuse me I think I have to use the ladies room so she goes to the loo And, oh, no, no, no. Here's what happens. I fucked it up. She shits her pants. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't make it to the toilet in time. She shits herself. And she's like, fuck, I can't believe I just did that uh, in front of this guy. He's so nice. So she's like, I have no choice. I have to go out there and tell him that I shit myself. And she goes out and she's like... Slight problem, I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and shockingly, he's like super nice about it. He's like, oh my God, it's no problem. Here's a fresh pair of clothes. Here's some towels. Go take a shower. I'll be right here. She goes in, takes a shower, gets herself all clean, <laughs> opens the shower, and he's standing there covered in her shit.
0: No, what? <laughs> How? No. No. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> and she's like,
2: oh my god, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like rubbing the shit all over his body. And so she's like, this is super fucked up. I'm getting out of here. So she runs away, calls the police. Okay. And the police are like, oh, is it the guy who lives at blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Yeah. He does this all the time and there's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> so the real thing was that apparently what he does is like spike their drinks. Oh, that's fucked up. With laxative. Okay. And then makes them shit and then like rubs their shit all over him. Ugh. Every person that I've passed the story on to has looked at me like I'm the one who did it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why I'm passing it along to you, so now you can be in the driver's seat and feel what it feels like to pass the story on to other people and see the look in their face when they're like, I can't believe you just told me that fucking story. I wish I could see the look on every person's face who just heard that. Go to Glamour UK. I want to give them the credit for posting this horrible story. You can read the whole thing. Um, I think, I mean, there has to be some consequence to drugging someone. You
0: know, that part of it is not okay.
2: Right. We need some British detective show. They're famous for their British detectives to solve this heinous crime.
0: Hey, A- anus crime <laughs> on that anus. note
2: I'm fucking done with this episode
0: <laughs> so fuck you
2: Britain for producing this shitty guy <laughs> and that's it that's all I have I can't talk about why Britain is the worst anymore but you get the picture all right. We are almost there. We're almost at the end of the show. But first, our chasers. Chasers are the good stuff that helps all the bad stuff go down. Barry, do you have a chaser?
0: I do. Um What is that? It? It's on It's on theme with the poop stuff. Uh-huh. Which is just that American Vandal, I know I already mentioned that the second season came out. What I didn't mention is that on another show that I make called You Can't Make This Up, which is a Netflix podcast, we interviewed the characters, so not the actors, but the characters, Sam and Peter, for the podcast, and... The usual thing with that podcast is interviewing the makers of Netflix original documentaries, unscripted film, TV series, those types of things. So we brought in Sam and Peter to ask them about how they made the documentary American Vandal in the second season. And it was so fun and it was really exciting for me. And I had a lot of fun and it's out now, as is the second season. So I wanted to say in my chaser, something that I made that makes me very happy. um, Also, while watching a show that makes me very happy, because I think it's a really hilarious, great show. So yeah, that interview is out. And it makes me really happy.
2: Do you uh, should you watch American Vandal first and then watch this?
0: If you haven't seen the first season, you'll probably be a little lost. But there are not spoilers for the second season, they talk about what happens in the second season. But I, I think it's safe to listen to it. You're going to enjoy it way more if you watch the first season at least, because
2: you know the characters, you know
0: the characters, you you. Get the shtick a little bit more, right? Um, But it's a lot of fun. I've never gotten to interview a fictional character who I love, and it was quite a joy to be able to be a part of it. Nice. Yeah. What's your chaser this week?
2: I guess my chaser this week is the fact that I actually went to the gym. Woo! (laughs) Now my comedy is ruined. (laughs) (sighs) I did. I have a gym in my building. It's literally three floors beneath my very apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I had not set foot inside of it since, for at least two years, since I toured the apartment building. (sighs) And I've been making it a mission to just go there and work out. And I did it. I use this app where you like follow along. It's like a virtual trainer. Uh-huh. I liked it, actually. Nice. And I felt like I was going to vomit for like two hours afterwards. I still kind of do, because my body <laughs> <laughs> feels like it's under attack. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm a fitness girl now. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm about to be insufferable. <sighs> no, I realize that the opposite of not going to the gym is not being a fitness buff. <laughs> it could still be someone who hates going to the gym. Who goes to the gym? Yeah, that was a, a life breakthrough.
0: Wow, you can start that whole influencer trend.
2: It's called fuck going to the gym, and all we do is bitch about it. Yeah, and it, where you you don't feel good after you go, you <laughs> just feel like garbage, <laughs> and then you eat a slice of olive oil cake. <laughs> so anyway, um, go to the gym if you're up to it. If not, you just wait a few years, and maybe inspiration will strike. Also, before we go, I wanted to let you know that next week is the season two finale of Unhappy Hour. It's coming out next Wednesday. So don't get shitty with me when there's no episode on Tuesday. I'll give you one hint as to why we're putting it out next Wednesday. It's October 3rd. But don't worry, we'll be back in November, just in time to stuff your ears as you stuff your face with stuffing. That's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening to Unhappy Hour. You can head to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts, hit that subscribe button, then rate us and review us, but only if it's nice. Unhappy Hour is a production of Pineapple Street Media. It's produced by Barry Finkel, Claire Ty, and me, Matt Belisai. Special thanks to Jenna Weiss-Berman, Max Linsky, Sin Pym, and Jonathan Menhevar. Music by Hansdale Sue. You can bother Barry at FinkelberryPie, and you can follow me on all the social medias at Matt Belisai. That's it. That's everything. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Uh, Bye-bye. Well, this week I'm doing it in my native British tongue. Wow, people are not going to get sick of that. Was any of that understandable? Well, this week I'm doing it in my. (laughs) Well, this week I'm doing it in my native British tongue. No, it went Australian. (laughs) Uh, Know what I'm going to put at the end of the episode? Evelyn and Bobby's women-led intimates company creates beautiful, purposeful products to make women's lives better. They've created the best underwear ever, combining unique softness with smooth, flat seams that offer a fit so comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing them. Evelyn and Bobby comes in three silhouettes and one size that fits many with four-way stretch that moves with you. Visit EvelynBobby.com and use code UNHAPPY to get a free pair of knickers with any purchase. That's a $28 value only when you use the code UNHAPPY at EvelynBobby.com.